Steve Jobs, the founder of Apple, was said to have been a perfectionist, exacting the highest possible standards from himself and those around him. As a result, his products were said to have achieved both an aesthetic beauty in their simplicity and a genius in how they operated. Proof of this is how ubiquitous Apple products are today. All because of Jobs' perfectionist traits. The flip side of this is Jobs was apparently a nightmare to work for, always asking more of his co-workers and employees and failing to ever be satisfied. So in this episode, let's talk about the cons of being a perfectionist. Hey there, Matthew Norrie here, the host of the Happy Habit Podcast. We talk health, we talk well-being every Monday and every Thursday. Thank you for tuning in. And if you're getting value from these episodes, please consider subscribing. I love that quote. Perfectionism is fear disguised as you doing your best. Look, we all want to succeed. We all want to strive for better and to progress in whatever we turn our hand to in life. But there's a fine line between aspiring for better and seeking perfection. Some people, when asked in job interviews to state what their weakness is, mention that they are perfectionists. A humble brag. Oh, look at me. I'm so driven that my only weakness is I am obsessed with doing a perfect job. But unbeknownst to these interviewees, being a perfectionist isn't something to joke about. Or feign. It is, in fact, a real weakness. To be honest, it's completely toxic, and often it will not get you the job. Perfectionists are obsessed with doing things perfectly, and while they will have higher degrees of commitment to a cause and higher levels of motivation, perfectionists will also set themselves and others ridiculously high standards. They will be completely inflexible and possess an all-or-nothing mentality. They will also attach their personal identity and self-esteem to the outcome they obsessively commit themselves to. So you can see when an interviewee brags about their only weakness being perfectionism in a job interview, thinking it will impress the interviewer, in reality alarm bells should be going off. You really don't want to work with or for a perfectionist at all. Research has shown that there are in fact two different types of perfectionists. Excellence-seeking perfectionists, those striving to attain very high standards for themselves and others. And secondly, failure-avoiding perfectionists. That is, those who are excessively concerned that their work is not perfect enough. The interesting thing is being a perfectionist does not mean your performance levels will actually be superior. One of the reasons for this is perfectionists cannot see the wood for the trees. In other words, they get so mired in being perfect or doing a perfect job that they become distracted by detail at the expense of the overall bigger picture or the overall result. If you couple this with the heightened stress levels experienced by perfectionists, you can see just how ineffective and potentially toxic a perfectionist can be especially when working as part of a team. Okay, so how do you overcome perfectionist tendencies if you can identify some traits I have outlined so far? First of all, ask yourself, 
what your motivation is for doing something in the first place. If you've been scrolling through Instagram, for example, and aspire to look like one of those thick, skinny, beautiful Instagram influencers and will not stop at anything until you are a size two, well, because being a size two will make you feel loved, adored and complete, well, then you really need to pause and address that motivation immediately. No, first of all, physical perfection doesn't exist. Just ask Mother Nature and, secondly, images online are doctored to look perfect. If your motivation is to look perfect, just for the sake of looking perfect, then you will be forever unhappy. However, if you wish to become not perfect but healthier and fitter because of the associated physical and mental benefits, then that is completely different. It's a totally different kind of motivation which you can embrace. Also, make note that an ideal or lofty goal is an aspirational high watermark that you may aim for but not necessarily reach. But that's okay. It's fine, it's acceptable. Aiming high motivates us to be disciplined and put in hard work over a period of time. We adopt good routines and good habits. We adhere to a good productive process. The end result may fall short of that high watermark, that perfection. It may fall short of your ideal, but that is totally fine. As long as we haven't hitched the wagon of our identity to our achieving that ideal. This is where the journey is more important than the destination. The journey we commit to and enjoy along the way. But if we tie our self-worth to the accomplishment of an exact ideal and then fall short, we set ourselves up for disappointment. Aim for ideal, fine, but only use it as a guide. Also, have respect for yourself and for your achievements so far in life. Many people aim for perfection because they are lacking in some way within themselves. They get caught up in committing all of their energies to a goal that is often unrealistic and inevitably ends in crushing disappointment. When failure, as they see it, occurs, their self-worth plummets. But if we start out from a healthy place of self-respect and self-love, we can aspire to achieving a goal without it being all-consuming. We can succeed in achieving this goal or not, yet the result is the same as far as how we see ourselves. We respect ourselves whether we succeed in achieving a goal or not. Concentrate on the bigger picture. We mentioned earlier about a perfectionist's tendencies to become so obsessed with doing a job perfectly that they often get tied down in the details and fail to complete the overall task at hand. This is because perfectionists are unable to zoom out. They want to obsess over every minute detail, but this is simply not productive or conducive to success. Taking a, a helicopter view of a, a task or series of tasks en route to a goal allows you to prioritise some tasks in favour of some others so that you can progress through your process without stumbling due to perfectionism. Focus on what is ahead rather than what has gone before. Perfectionists obsess over what they didn't do, what they could have done better. They agonise over the past. This simply creates unnecessary stress. 
Instead, focus on what you are doing now and how that will impact your future. You are in control now. What has happened has happened. By all means, reflect so that lessons can be learned, but move on. If you're in a position of authority, don't be afraid to delegate. I remember working for a boss who simply would not allow anyone make a decision by themselves. He had to be involved in controlling every aspect of the business. It was perfectionism that was toxic as it suffocated his employees' creativity and independent thinking. It robbed people of the opportunity of trying. This man was controlled by fear and his business suffered because he kept losing staff due to his perfectionist tendencies. Instead, allow yourself to delegate to others. This will allow them to grow and give you the opportunity to devote your energy more constructively. And finally, enjoy the process. It's all about the journey. The level of satisfaction people get when they achieve a goal is less than they actually expect. It also lasts a very short period of time. So we toil for days, months or years to achieve a goal that lasts an instant. Instead, indulge in enjoying the process of getting there along the way. This is where the real work and enjoyment happens. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Happy Habit Podcast. Until next time, stay happy. Mm-hmm.